Hello. Welcome to another episode of NFT Time with Sammy and Grapefruit. Um, this episode was really special because we got to interview some of the team from Isekai Meta. And we just talked about the project and just vibed and chilled with them. And of course, we had some wild questions from Sammy. <laughs> and I just wanted to take this time to give a shout out to Divide for inviting me to the server pretty early on where I was able to connect with Acol and set this whole interview up. Um, and I want to shout out Belle, who is usually hanging out and vibing in the chill chat on the server. Um, she gave me some questions to ask. And also want to shout out Adam because he edited out a lot of the background noise so we can all have a good listening experience. And yeah, um, still recovering from LA, which is why this pod is coming out about two weeks after we talked to the team. So I don't know how useful the alpha is anymore. But they have another AMA tomorrow morning. So check that out. It should be on their Twitter or on their Discord. And yeah, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Good morning. Good morning. So today we have some special guests with us. We have Cyrus, Frankie, and A. Cole from Isekai Meta. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. How's it going? So, yeah, I mean, I was chatting on the server, and then Acol was like, oh, I'm down to join the podcast. So that's how we got everyone here, and we're really excited to hear more about Isakai and what you guys are doing, and just kind of your origin story as well. Did you guys want to give, like, a short little intro for each of you guys? I'm Cyrus, creative director and founder of Isakai Meta, and this is Frank. He is our head developer nice to meet you guys nice to meet you yeah so i'm frank or frankie i don't really i mean i've been leaning towards frankie a little more but i am the head developer of uh it's kind of meta i've been like in the space for like a good like almost a year or so so i've really enjoying it so far i live in new york so i know cyrus is in the philippines and we always work it out with a time difference but some awesome work so far and you want to introduce yourself yeah real quick i'm in brooklyn very nice. <laughs> yeah, so funny. I am a call. I am one of the new mods for Isekai Meta, and I'm super excited to be here with you guys. Thanks, guys. Okay, so I just want to start by asking, like, when and how did Isekai begin? Like, what did your beginning stages look like? Yeah, so it kind of started when you know, me, Tito, Oni, Nova, and Kairu, we are actually childhood friends. Like, literally, I knew Tito since kindergarten. We've been through our separate ways, but we kept in touch ever since. And then we we actually reunited last year, around September, because I invited the boys to join me in this space. But of course, they had a lot to learn. At first, they were not interested that much, and they quickly got intimidated. But I was there to help them, because I really enjoyed the space. And then we have been collecting, moderating, and managing different projects ever since learning our way through the space and now we all live together in one place and we do nft stuff full-time and decided to start our own project which is when i reunited with chev and then from there on you know i met frank i met aik and the others as well can you guys just tell us a little brief intro about what isekai is and 
like what the project is about for people who may not have heard about it before. Isekai Meta is, I guess I could say it's an, an NFT collection, well, hand-drawn NFT collection that is directly inspired by Japanese anime manga, specifically Studio Ghibli, right? So, like, our, like, even from the art style, we wanted to emphasize on our, the expression that we really want to portray, which is the space move fa- moves very fast. We intend to create a place where you can slow down. And everything happens everywhere, every time. We believe that no one needs to rush into getting into the NFT space because, you know, it moves so fast. And especially nowadays, jumping can feel like diving into a strong current. And we wanted to uh, create an NFT collection that portrays and illustrates that even up to the art. Not only that, but into the core, our core principles as, as well. And our aim is to make art for the people to enjoy for years to come, to create value that lasts, and to be able to create a sustainable ecosystem around that, around the project in terms of art and community. So, like, the first step to do that is, of course, community first. Get people's attention using the art, make them stay because of the community, and grow together with, with everything else, you know, building on top of it, utility and such. Awesome. Yeah, I think that is something that stuck out to me about this project was like your guys' message to kind of slow down. And how do you think that's been going? Do you feel like people are kind of taking a breath in your like server, in your Twitter engagement? Like, do you feel like people are a little bit more inclined to take a breath? I hope so, because, you know, the term chill is not only expressed through the art style, but all throughout the project as well, you know, from the general theme up to how we structure the Discord. Because the intention is for it to become the people's main service to drop by. We want it to become a server that even people who don't do NFTs just want to uh, to chill here, you know, to hang out with other people that just want to do the same. So we wanted to carefully design it to the point where people would just, you know, want to want to stay here to study and work for example yeah to frank and echo like what drew you to this project and joining the team and wanting to be a part of what cyrus and everyone else is building i guess i'll go first so me and cyrus actually met on on discord and i told him like hey i can help you guys out and he was looking for some more developers and this is like back in like i think january or something not being intimidating to newcomers in the space, but even me more excited because for me it took me a lo- it took me a little bit to get used to it. But yeah, that that's what kind of drew me into the project. It's just like the whole foundation of it. And then he, he kind of like pitched the project to me, and I was kind of hooked based on what uh, the art looked like. And I was like, wow, okay, this is definitely like a project that uh, that they want to learn more about. And then when you just describe like the core values of like slowing down, you know, being a little more unique than most projects, like not hopping on the hype train, which is, I guess is a little dangerous. So yeah, that's how I got involved. Yeah. Me and Frank actually met in the Azuki discord, yeah. which is oh, good. Nice. Uh, yeah. We actually met there. Yeah, um, he has the message yeah. saved and me responding. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could actually search for my name and Frank's name there and you would see the exact <laughs> message that I put there. Like I was looking for it, someone to help me in terms of developing this project. 
early on. Yeah, like the genesis <laughs> of it all. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, I can help. That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and Wait, that's so, the beauty of this space, you know, yeah. because it's we're a decentralized space and mm -hmm. you can meet people, you know, from the other side of the world and you could do wonders with it. Right. So are you guys all Azuki holders? Because, like, me and Sammy, love, I mean, Sammy's an Azuki holder as well and we love Azuki. Yeah, we all love Azuki. I mean, who doesn't? Yes. I, yeah. I, I don't know anyone who doesn't love Azuki, to be honest. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, like if if someone would ask me, like, what is the one project that you really like, and it's always going to be Azuki for me. I'm never vocal in terms of being a fanboy for Azuki, but I really look up to Zagabond a lot. Like he is such a great role model in this space, and the way he led Azuki with incredible conviction, and how his team has been operating since you know the beginning has been consistently and flawlessly executed at building such a solid brand. I've never been more inspired than watching a leader of one of the most potent and sturdy communities and teams in the game, you know, build and manage with such flair and charisma. Wow, oh. I just got chills yeah, from yeah. that, sorry. <laughs> yeah. We'll tag Zagabond. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Aiko, what about you? What drew you to Isekai? So I don't know who it was that I was following, but someone liked the very first Isekai tweet with the tree like blowing in the wind and the original soundtrack. And I was just hooked because I, like Cyrus says, you know, the space is so quick and it can be really overwhelming. But like watching that, I just felt a moment of peace. And so I sent it immediately to like three of my friends and I was like, wait, you guys, what is this? And then the second that they dropped the first preview of Koo, I was sold. So... I ended up um, sneaking into the Discord through their one of their art links that they like hide in the pictures, Impressive. and then I immediately met. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, that's some alpha. <laughs> some alpha for you guys. Am I yeah, allowed to share no that? <laughs> um, the thing is, Akehole was one of the uh, names that we listed to invite early on the server, and we got surprised that she's already in there because of the code. <laughs> yeah, I need it in. But yeah, I immediately, once I got in, you know, I messaged Tito on Twitter because I think that the servers and the team is just like, it's so well built and constructed and there's like a clear vision there and so much communication. And I was like, I need to be a bigger part of this. So I'm really lucky that they brought me on board. Lucky to have you on board. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah, I think it's so cool that you guys all hold Azuki. I mean, it seems like you guys were drawn to Isekai all for like similar reasons as well. And it's cool that you connected through that community. And I feel like that community is creating people who are building and doing things like a lot of cool different things. Like with Sammy starting just podcasts too. So really awesome to see. And now it's your podcast too. I mean, yes. <laughs> Eagle, I have one question for you. To be honest, like, I know that mods help build the community, but I'm curious what your day-to-day -day as a mod looks like. Like, I'm sure there's a million other things you do as a mod me and other people don't really see behind the scenes. So curious to see what general responsibilities of a mod are. Yeah, I mean, right now with Isekai Meta in particular, we're pretty early on. So a lot of it is just that community building aspect, responding to support tickets, answering questions whenever people have them, running events. 
Isekai is really, like I said, well-built. So there's mods that are assigned to specific things. And as we continue to grow and move forward, there's definitely going to be certain people covering certain tasks. But yeah, right now it's just like creating good vibes in the server. <laughs> Have you ever had any like crazy stories as a mod? Oh my like, gosh. I <laughs> I personally, <laughs> luckily I have not personally had to ban anyone. I think I'd feel a little bad. But yeah, once your server is public, anyone can kind of enter and you really have to be cautious about the kind of speech that's happening. And there have been like a lot of reports that I've had to make to the teams. But yeah, just being diligent about it and trying to make sure that everything is, you know, <laughs> okay to, to be in the gen chat. Yeah, no, definitely. Curious, I guess like, Maybe just a bit more about your background. Like, how did you get into the Web3 NFT space? Maybe just like a, a quick run through of your journey. So my brother actually is the one that got me into the space. His username is Edubs. I know a lot of the Ozuki people know him as well. But he was talking to me about NFTs when I was home visiting for Thanksgiving. And I was like, this sounds really weird. You're like crazy. And then he showed me Azuki, and I was like, oh, wait, actually, <laughs> I want in. And then it just kind of took off from there. I, I'm a little bit hooked. I think I'm degenning with all of you now. But it, it was a quick, quick little jump in through Azuki. I just loved the art and it really sparked my interest in other projects. And I feel like now for me, it's more about supporting artists and supporting builders, trying to like use my platform for that and invest in things that I really believe in. Yeah, that's a great answer. I wanted to ask about the art. So... You guys touched on it a little bit, but for me too, what drew me in was the art. It was so amazing, and I like grew up watching Studio Ghibli too. So I was just wondering, can you tell us a little bit about the artists that you have on board and where you found them? And um, just a little bit about the art. Mm -hmm. So in the Isekai art department, we have Chev, Klaus, Tuna, and Nona, all personal friends of mine, with the exception of Klaus, who is our music artist. He's currently based in Argentina. Uh, we met him online, more specifically from Spotify. I was a big fan of him and have been listening to his playlist for some time already. Then I reached out to him. I can send you guys his Spotify playlist later. Later, It's really good. But yeah, okay, so Chev, our primary artist, is a really, really good friend of mine, personally. He's a freelance character designer, storyboard artist and layout artist from the Philippines. He has interned previous shows such as DuckTales and Looney Tunes cartoon and worked on several projects such as DreamWorks, Where's Waldo, and The Mighty Ones. Disney's The Proud Fam Family, Louder and Prouder, and is currently working on the Tiny Toons reboot series. Chev is actually the only one who is not doxxed in the team because he is currently tied to a contract with Warner Brothers I'm actually being careful to not to say his real name because yeah. I'm not even used to calling him Chev. And moving on to an Inona are talented artists that have impeccable art styles that actually complement Chev's Ghibli-esque or Miyazaki style of illustrating. You know, I could not have any more sophisticated trio that blends well effortlessly that forms what Isekai Meta is right now. That's so awesome that you guys have like a music artist on board already yeah. too. That's great. Yeah, and then I was wondering, so what are each of your guys' favorite Studio Ghibli movies? Me personally, it's 
it's actually very very hard to choose you know like oh man i love them all i can't possibly choose one but story-wise it's grave of the fireflies you know i had to punch a wall to feel manly again after watching that theme wise though it's uh, always going to be house moving castle always aside from how being drippy the animation is stunning and the ost is my favorite and the world building is just really good so i actually got in the studio uh, ghibli a lot later than most people i was never really like that into anime when i was younger but i guess my two favorite ones is probably my favorite one in Currently, my profile pic on Twitter and on uh, Discord is Okay, and then I guess my second one would be uh, Castle in the Sky. That's like a little, a little more, like more like a romantic kind of thing, like a lot more like story behind it. But yeah, those are my two favorite. Yeah, I was gonna say Spirited Away, hands down. I think I watched that movie on repeat over and over and over as a kid. What about you guys? Yeah, I kind of got into Studio Ghibli later too, like Frankie. But definitely rewatched Spirited Away. I think I still have the DVD at my parents' house somewhere. But yeah, story-wise, House Moving Castle. I think I tweeted like a while ago, but I just love that Miyazaki kind of makes social commentary, even though, I mean, the animation's amazing. The soundtracks are amazing. And people are really drawn with, to the art, but I think he just puts a lot of deep meaning into his stories. What about you, Sammy? I think I have to say Spirit Away because it's the only one I've watched. Oh my god, I'm terrible, oh guys. My, okay, Sammy, I'm going to make you watch all of them. They're like on Hulu, so... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Spirit so Away is terrible. kind of like the gateway drug to Ghibli movies yeah, anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like this one. <laughs> Yeah. And Graver's gonna make me binge watch all of them after this when we're together. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna watch all of them and then we'll get back to you guys on which one's actually Sammy's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a noob. Oh my god. It's okay. <laughs> I still Honestly, that'll, be a good, that'll be a good binge session. <laughs> I still yeah, we'll, be, we'll I cry. Know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll laugh, we'll uh, cry. Exactly. <laughs> This is for Frank. How long have you been a dev in Web3? And how is your previous dev experience different from what you're building now? Yeah, I'll start with when I started, um, like, developing in general. I used to be really into uh, sneaker bots. I used to make a lot of those when I was younger, in, like, high school. And that's how I basically got into, like, developing. That's how, like, I chose, like, my, my school major. And I spent most of my time coding now obviously. And then I got to Web3 10 months ago, and I, I heard of, like, NFTs and, like, the blockchain, like, two or three years ago, and I was really considering, like, taking a course by myself just to learn about it more, but I never, I bought the course, and I never ended up taking it, like, two years ago, which is, I kind of regret, because I'm absolutely, like, loving the whole technology behind uh, blockchain. I love the whole idea, like, the whole system about, like, nothing being owned by a single, like, origin. That's like, like that's the one like I'm really banking on of blockchain technology. Like obviously the metaverse is cool, but I just like the whole system of how like the whole concept behind it is really solid. So Web three, I guess I got into NFTs like probably like twelve months ago, and that's right when I started developing in Web three. Every time I get into like a new space, I always try to figure out ways of like how to build in that new space as well. So such as sneakers, like I started reselling sneakers. And then I, I wanted to learn how to make a bot, so I made a bot. And then for Web3, I started buying NFTs. And then I wanted to learn how to make NFTs, so I learned how to make NFTs. 
So yeah, that's how I got into Web3 developing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like really cool to hear all your different stories and backgrounds. I feel like everyone comes from such different places, but we're still so united because we have this like common love for the technology and the art and just building. I have one more question related to the project and then Sammy can do a lightning round of random troll questions that we like to do. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I've already shared like seeing the art, seeing like the community on Discord, like it's given me a lot of conviction for the project and I'm sure a lot of other people too. But did you expect when you guys launched for the project to gather this much hype? I don't know if it's hype, but like there's a lot of engagement and attention and I feel like a lot of people love this project, and did you expect that reaction from the community? I wouldn't say hype, but attention instead. Not at all, to be honest. We were actually ready to start our Twitter already in February. You know, the explosion of anime NFTs right after the Azuki drop. We were kind of intimidated by how a lot of these new projects gained you know, a massive following, even with just days of exposure. We did not want to associate our brand with those yet, as the market at that time was not in line with the principles that we have set. It just didn't feel right to us. And instead, we had to wait and delay our schedule to work on the stuff you know, behind the curtains, even if it, it would mean that we, we might be late on the anime meta, because we strongly believed our art transcends the market trends and wanted to be able to grow organically as much as possible. And I'm very glad it's working out even way better than we expected, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. I would say it's more of just attention and engagement more than hype. But yeah, it's like amazing what you guys have been able to do so far, given the current market conditions. So yeah, I'm pretty bullish on this project. This is not financial advice. Frankie, Acol, do you guys have anything else to add? When Cyrus is like the main community, like head of development, and I mean, I remember we were like launching Twitter and we were like all really excited and we were like trying to guess like a number of like how many things we're going to get and all of them were like extremely low. Like we were, we were not prepared for the amount of attention that we'll get. Like obviously like the first tweet was like awesome. Like I rewatched that. I still rewatch it just because it's just very like nice to watch. I show my friends like the video and they're like, oh wow, it's really awesome. Like yeah, it's really awesome. So I guess it's definitely unexpected, but kind of... The art speaks for itself, and that's what we're aiming for. And it's nice to show that other people also appreciate the art other than us. Yeah, I remember that. It was for gags. Like, before we launched Twitter, yeah. I told the, the whole team, whoever guesses how many followers we can get in 24 hours, you know, gets a free Discord Nitro. Basically, all the expectations were, you know, went way above that. <laughs> so we were happy. We were happy. Yeah. Yeah, so how many did you guys get in the first 24 hours? I'm just curious. How many was it, Frank? 15 or 2,000, which was a lot. Like, we weren't expecting that much because, remember, it's, like, organic stuff. We weren't doing any marketing at the time. It was just, you know, you posted it and sent mm. it out to a few people. Yeah. And then it goes from there, which was, it was just awesome seeing it, the, the attention coming to yeah. the, the account. We gave a lot of thought into it, like, me and Wops. Like, what would be a nice first... A tweet for this project to actually portray what we're trying to be and we thought of like we have music and we have this backgrounds ready like our artists have already done a lot before we even launched twitter and 
he said, well, why not we show people that, make them feel of what we're trying to, to do, and then from there, set the floor for our very first sneak peek, which is what would you see the first tweet was the music and the animation. And I remember having the first 500 people who retweeted that and actually fucking loved it. Like, before 24 hours, it was just 500, but before the 24 hour ended, I actually posted a sneak peek already, and from then on, it is a cascade of attention from people loving it already, which we enjoyed. Yeah, that's awesome. A cold, you get like a lot more like DMs and random pings now that you're a mod. I mean, I definitely get more people that are reaching out from other projects for collaborations, like with Isekai and with Wabi Sabi, where I'm at as well. Yeah, I think my Twitter like following had kind of blown up already to the point where I was already getting a lot of random DMs. So it certainly added to it, but I kind of appreciate the collaboration requests a bit more because it's people that value the projects that I'm involved with. Rather than just being like, hey, like, shell this project that you don't know anything about. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's because I ate something spicy and my stomach's fucked up, but I've been getting chills, like, while you guys are talking (laughs) about the project and just everything you guys are building. So (laughs) I'm super excited for you guys and everything that will come in the next couple of months. Yeah, well, I'm I'm just as excited as you guys yeah, because every time Chev shows me the art, you no, know, every everything new about it, I'm you know it's like I I become a kid again. No, yeah. just get excited. Yeah. I can't like uh. what Cyrus said about becoming a kid again. It's like every time like we have like, a whole team meeting with everyone like every week, and we get like updates like the whole team about like what we're working on. We we set a plan and then you know form it through a week and then meet again. And we haven't been meeting beforehand, but it's like kind of like an agile whole team meeting. We get like sneak peeks of what Art is working on, and every single time, my I, my face lights up with what like Chev and the whole uh, Art team is working. It's crazy! <laughs> I love it. I, I lo- honestly look forward to getting more sneak peeks of the art. It's awesome. To be honest, Chev really, really is talented. I, I could say that over and over yeah. again, and not because if people would ask what was what is the biggest imp- inspiration for Isekai. People would just expect the answer to be Studio Ghibli, right? But no, the answer actually is Ku. It was always Ku. I was blessed to have a lot of artist friends, but when I reached out to many of them, it, it was different for Chev. When I first talked about the project, Chev pulled out his portfolio and showed me his work. He has this wide array of styles, and he's a very versatile at his craft. And that's when I first saw the first iterations of Cat and Ku. I, I instantly fell in love. In that portfolio, there were like at least five different versions of Cat and Ku, all having their own styles, their own stories, their own renditions. And there was this one variation that really caught my eye, which immediately reminded me of my childhood. I felt a surge of nostalgia as I really love Studio Ghibli films. And I said, this is the one. See, Cat and Ku are original creations of Chev. They were shelved for a long time because he did not have the time to develop them as his dream is to someday see Cat and Koo on the big screen to see them you know even be featured on Netflix someday and so I told him I want to make your dream come true I see the web tree as the opportunity for this we sat down together and you know Chef drew on paper what we all see as Isekai Meta's Koo now yeah that's awesome that like you like 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> yeah, and with like, Bev, like he's it's just crazy how talented he is. Like once one time, sometimes we ask him questions, and he draws out like a uh, little animation of characters like responding back to you in like a minute. Yeah. It's so funny. That's my favorite thing about him, you know. I would ask, what do you think about this new background that Nona did? And instead of giving us, like, a message saying that he, he thinks that the grass could be better, he's going to platypus, you know, doing, like, a thumbs thumbs up sign and with a chat bubble of what he intends to say. That's how he does it. And he does that, like, in 10 seconds. <laughs> Crazy talented. Yeah, it's so awesome that people, like builders, developers, artists, can just have this opportunity to really take ownership of what they're creating and building out. I, I'm just amazed right now, yeah. like hearing your guys' stories and like talking about Shev. Yeah, I think this kind of speaks to what's so special about Isekai Meta and why it's doing so well right now. You know, you have a team that really supports their artists and has like a clear vision for the future. And I just think like the attention to detail so far has been amazing. So I'm bullish. <laughs> That's very nice to hear. I am very bullish. <laughs> we're all bullish. <laughs> I think we're all bullish. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should we go to the fun run? run, run? Yeah, let's go. Are you guys ready? All right, guys. Like, Sammy has all a right, lot go. of questions. <laughs> oh, man. Not, yeah, I won't, I won't, yeah, I won't ask it. them all, but we try to do like a lightning round fun round at the end just to get to know who the people are behind the nft project i know we ask a lot of nft related questions at the beginning to talk about isekai meta but want to get to know you guys all as people so i'm gonna go through some questions they're really silly so just be prepared they're pretty funny questions i guess we can go in order from what i'm seeing on my screen like a cole if you want to answer first then frankie and then cyrus and yeah we could just go from there the first question I have, it's not really a funny question. It's just like, what is like one thing about you, non NFT related, that people wouldn't know, like an interesting fact almost? Hey, cool. If you want to start first, uh, sure. I have never had a brain freeze. What? <laughs> I have tried. <laughs> I've eaten so many ice cubes. I have eaten so much ice cream and like cold things, and it just doesn't happen. Oh, you have a have gift. You have a gift because it absolutely <laughs> it's so powerful. My brain freezes are so powerful. That's funny. Slurpees gave me big brain freeze. I can't get past it. Seven Eleven Slurpees. Yeah, Seven Eleven Slurpees. They're so bad. For like, so much sugar. I, They're pretty. Good. I've chugged them, and it just like it doesn't. Oh, it does not good. happen. That, that that gets me more than ice cream. The Slurpees. <laughs> Frankie, how about you? What's your Interesting fact. fact. I'm in love with dogs, I guess. I We have my family. I'm at school right now. Like, I'm a senior. But my family at home, we have three huskies and one morky. And we want more. So we're crazy dog lovers, I guess. Oh, that's cute. I love dogs. <laughs> yeah. Cyrus, how about you? I don't know if this counts, but I have a crazy metabolism where I I can eat anything and never get fat. I, 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 no, it's not a flex. It's actually hard, you know. I try my best to, you know, be to gain weight, but it's I never get fat, <laughs> and I eat a lot. I swear. That is actually an, a really interesting fact. Dang. All right, now the questions are going to get significantly stranger. But the first one's pretty. The first one's pretty mild. Would you guys rather be able to travel everywhere for free, or eat? 
everywhere for free. Oh, man. That's hard. Travel everywhere for free. Yeah, I would say the same thing for me. I, I, I have celiac, uh, so I can't eat gluten. So eating stuff is not going to be, I guess it's, it's, I guess it's good, but it's not as good as gluten. So. <laughs> that would be the same for me, you know, travel everywhere and eat the food everywhere and there. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, like exactly. if you travel everywhere, you can just get food there. <laughs> Uh, that's true that's true all right everyone is travel everywhere okay next one let's see would you rather have all of the traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line ever again oh Ooh, my gosh <laughs> yeah that is good i <laughs> i would say traffic lights be green because it's just like the best feeling when every single light you hit is green it's like euphoria <laughs> true yeah i would say the same thing i like driving a lot so i guess it's like you have like a rush where they like i guess the light turns yellow and you're like oh am i gonna make it am i not gonna make it and you have that split decision <laughs> it'll be nice decision was never had to be made so mine would be different because I, I don't go out a lot i'd say never to have to stand in line ever again because i hate long lines and i have this pet peeve of when whenever i'm in an atm machine you know line and someone takes so long to do their stuff yeah. like well, what are you doing there are you minting an nft over <laughs> there are you <laughs> searching your right. social media <laughs> you might be doing facebook i don't know <laughs> that's yeah but that's my answer nice all right next one guys would you rather live without internet or live without ac and heat Oh, gosh. I think one of you has to go first for this one. Frankie, do you know? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll go first. Um, well, I actually lived without AC in a, for like a whole summer in my apartment one one time. I got I got, I got a couple of months free rent, so it was kind of worth it. But I guess, I guess no AC or, or heat, kind of. Cyrus? Yeah, me and myself, uh, I cannot live without internet. <laughs> it's, it's just like that now, like... Without internet, everything that we have right here is is gone. Mm -hmm. AC and you know heating, you could get that elsewhere. Yeah. Plus, like it's kind of like the power of information. Like it's just everything's at the the fingertip, and you can figure out anything you want, learn anything you want from the internet. And I feel like everything would be so much. You'd be like a lot. You'd be really far behind without internet. I mean, I can live without AC and uh, heat if that was the case. So. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say without internet though, because I'm yeah. like. I hate being too hot or too cold. To be honest. Have you found That's a very hard question, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like when the answers are mixed mm -hmm. up. Gets variety. All right, this one is this one's a little rough, but would you rather spend the night in a dumpster or in a bathtub that's covered in clumps of random hair? You don't know whose hair this is. Just oh, clumps God. of random hair. <laughs> One night, guys. Oh, one God. night. None, none of the above. Bathtub with random hair. <laughs> I choose none of the above. <laughs> I just don't. Probably the random hair, because I feel yeah, I feel like that's like cleaner for sure. Clubs, clubs of random yeah, hair. I'm still gonna, go, I'm still gonna go with the hair. I don't know. The dumpster thing kind of weirds me out. I, I, I'm gonna go with the dumpster. Um, I can't 
like, hair. I don't know why. It just grosses me out. Like, every time, like, I have hair on my, on my hands, I'm like, ugh. Kind of makes me gag. I don't know why. I really did the dumpster. To be honest, I wouldn't choose anything, but if it is, like, a life or death situation, I would... Being a curious person, I am. I'd go for the dumpster. Like if you go in a tub of full of hair, that's that's it. That's a tub full of hair. But with a dumpster, you could find different things. I don't know. <laughs> Cyrus, I'm just like I was muting myself because I was laughing so hard at your explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it was so logical. Yeah, super logical. The texture. You're like this is exactly how I, why I would want to spend the night in the dumpster. <laughs> Cyrus is like, the dumpster is more diverse, there's more things to see. Yeah, I mean, you can find anything there. What if someone, you know, threw a, I don't know, toys in there, I don't know. A tub with hair <laughs> is a tub with hair. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead, oh that's god. amazing. <laughs> that was my favorite question, oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Think of that. I uh, I've I literally googled weird would you rather questions. And that obviously was one of those. And this is this is another one under the same weird category, oh, yeah. exact same website. Would you would you guys rather eat a loaf of wet bread? Oh. Or drink a pint of whipped fish. And disclaimer, like you don't know why the loaf of bread is wet. You just you just have to eat soggy bread, oh, or God. eat or drink a pint of whipped fish. Whipped fish? Is that like fish? fish? What is whipped? Like, what is whipped yeah, fish? because fish smoothie. Like, what are we talking oh, about? God. <laughs> like, yeah. is that like yeah, grinding, like, I, like, gr like grinding up a, like a like a fresh fish and drinking that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I have okay. so many questions though. Like, what kind of bread? What kind of fish? <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus is like, I only, I will only eat the whole wheat bread. That's, that's no white. Wheat. Not white bread. <laughs> Frankie's just like, it's, I can only do Wonder Bread. Yeah. She can't do any bread. She can do Wonder Free Bread. That's it. It's already dry, yeah, so actually, we're, we're, yeah. we're not going to hurt it. I would do wet bread, yeah. Yeah, wet bread. Fish is gross. But wet bread as well. Oh. So you have to eat each slice? Yeah, and you don't know why it's wet. Oh god. Yeah, <laughs> wet bread. <laughs> These questions are making me think so much. Cyrus taking notes right now. Cyrus's brain, you guys know that meme that's like just like thinking and has its like hands over its brain just like Cyrus right now. Cyrus, are you going bread or the whipped fish? Oh, bread, anytime. I'm allergic to fish, actually. Oh, oh man. Well, that's an easy that's answer. That's an easy, easy answer for me, yeah. Okay, alright. A little less weird now, guys. Would you rather be able to predict the future or read minds? Oh, I think predict the future. I think if I could read minds, my feelings would get hurt. <laughs> I was gonna say... I was gonna say uh, read minds, but... Hey, Cole just mentioned something very important, so yeah. <laughs> I would say... Like, what if, you, what if you hear something you don't want to? Yeah, exactly. I, I would say I would say predict the future then. <laughs> yeah, predict the future always. Like, it's kind of the same. If if you could predict the future, you would predict what the person is going to say next. So it's kind of mind-reading in a way. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. The logic All right. again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. 
Next, let's see. Oh, I like the eyebrows um, one. Would you rather have yeah. no eyebrows or the hair of a tr- troll doll? You guys I know saw what a troll doll is? <laughs> yeah, I saw this when you guys sent the doc over. Oh, yeah. I was like, what the <laughs> um, I think I'd rather have the hair of a troll doll. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same. You can wear a hat. Yeah. It's hard to hide the. It's really hard to hide the eyebrows. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would say with the hair as well. And then shave my own eyebrows for it. <laughs> Have some style. Put some designs in the eyebrows. People do that. Yeah, I guess you could get like an eyebrow tattoo. Yeah. Sammy, do you have a... What would you choose? Yeah, what would you guys pick? Honestly... Oh, I feel like... If, if Okay, if we're, if we're trying to find loopholes, I think <laughs> I would do no eyebrows and then draw my eyebrows. Because if we're talking like the hair of a troll doll is permanent and you can't do anything to fix it, I don't know if I can live like that. Yeah. We're like, okay, out of hat. (laughs) (laughs) But like, troll doll hair is like, I'm I'm thinking right, right? It's like, it just goes straight up. Yeah. It's like very long and huge. Yeah, and it's thick. Like, I don't even know if a hat could just like, I don't even think a hat could keep it down. Troll hair is like really thick, right? I was thinking like little troll dolls. That like you know you can like form it in any way. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong troll doll. I'm thinking of like those really nasty like goblin ones with the hair. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, the hair like, like, colored hair, right? Yeah, yeah like yeah, trolls yeah. the movie, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, but I guess it's up. Honestly, all of these are up for interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> Grapefruit, do you want to ask the next one? Okay, would you rather drink a glass of expired milk or have a severe hangover for 24 hours straight? Severe hangover. Hangover. Yeah. The milk's gross. Yeah, that's so gross. I'd rather not ingest anything. (laughs) Both sucks anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Both are bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say the hangover as well. I feel like the expired milk, you'll, like, get food poisoning or something. Yeah. That'll last, like, three days. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was low key waiting for you Cyrus get... to ask how many days expired is the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking that, but <laughs> you get a hangover from drinking the milk. Honestly, <laughs> oh god. Oh, this one's fun, or at least I think this is fun. <laughs> Would you guys rather smell like rotting fish, like all the time, or smell fine but sweat so much that you have to change your clothes five times a day what? every day? Yeah, I hate sweating. That's a really tough I mean, one. But I mean, you hate, being, I'll you hate being the smelly kid, though. <laughs> These are really hard that's, questions. That, I honestly feel like that's the most difficult one. <laughs> I would say, I would say, I would say sweat, maybe. Because people can still be around you, but they just yeah. don't want to touch you. That's it. Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, the smell would, like, bother you, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm different, though. I mean, if you sweat too much, you'd get dehydrated. Yeah, I'm not dying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, if we ever need, like, a logical, rational explanation for everything, we're gonna go to Cyrus. Cyrus keeps us grounded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, like, this whole time, like, super thankful to have you guys on. Like, I'm glad. I think Aqual and I were just, like, chatting in the server. Or, like, you said hi or something. Hello! (laughs) It was like my first day joining too, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Like, it really worked out. Yeah, yeah I really enjoyed too. this as well. 
Yeah. And props to you guys. The questions were really good. Yeah. Oh, thank you. We tried. That was all grapefruit. <laughs> she prepped the the Google Doc. This was her first hosting podcast. Woohoo! Okay, so I do have one question, and you guys don't have to answer if it's like you're not prepared. But like, do you guys have any alpha you're willing to share just for our listeners? Lars is you. Is you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like. This is tricky. <laughs> Let me you think. don't have to if you're not comfortable. <laughs> anything it can be, or you could just give us like a hint. You know, you don't have to say anything explicit. I'm not <laughs> sure if everyone is aware that the Discord is going to be publicly open eventually. Do you guys know that? Oh, I did hear about that. Ooh, I did not know that. Okay, I so actually... maybe the alpha that I can say is everyone on the server right now is going to have a new role once Ooh. we go public. Of course, we have to incentivize everyone on the server right now. We handpicked everyone, which means that, you know, everyone is getting an early bird role of some sort. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, that is good alpha. Okay. That is, good alpha. <laughs> that is, that is amazing alpha. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Like, this was super fun and hope you guys had fun too. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you for offering Grapefruit yeah. and Sammy for having us, guys. Yeah, that was all Grapefruit. She shot her shot. <laughs> got Woo-hoo! everyone involved. We got, got a whole house of, of Isekai Meta here. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Polish, guys, remember? <laughs> We're all Polish. <laughs>